Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And without any further ado, he's the coach of the Kolkata Knight Riders, but more importantly to us here at SCNZ, he's the co-host of The Breakfast Show, and he is live into it now. Morning, Baz. How you doing, man? Good morning, Louis. Sorry about a few technical difficulties way over here in the UAE. How you doing flying solo, mate? Yeah, I'm, I'm going good. I was about to turn this into like a Marcus Lush talkback shift. I, was, I didn't know what was going on, but I'm glad you're here, brother. How are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Have you have you dished out your tip yet? That's the only thing everyone's interested in, surely. No. Have I, you dished that out yet? I, I yesterday I made a very strong push for Entrevier, and I have a little bit something something later on in the show. But I learned from the best, mate. You got to tease it out. It's the last thing you got to do, right? <laughs> That's right. What about the fact you got to follow your money as well on the show? Do you see rhinoceros get up? Yeah. Day. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it won well as well with a leg in the year, really. A beautiful ride from Jordan Childs. Are you punting over there? How can you do that? Uh, I, I am, but it's not t- technically legal, so we should probably move that conversation <laughs> on as quickly as we can. <laughs> Just move that one on. Okay, to what, what we can talk about. I, I really, I toyed with the fact, Baz, that I was going to introduce you as the Kolkata Knight Riders coach, and um, I just thought, okay, I won't do that. That's a bit insulting while I'm in the big chair, but you are the Kolkata Knight Riders coach. That's what you're doing over there. So what what is the kind of weather and track conditions? You're in a hotel. T- talk to us about the situation you find yourself in. Um, well, uh, yeah, I am the KKR coach. Um, we're currently towards the back end of the of the uh, standings in terms of the, the tournament, but that's okay. We've got a handful of horse and we're just ready to kick. So hopefully, um, hopefully we can we can sort of get things together in, in the second half second half of the tournament. For now, I'm just um, I'm doing uh, quarantine. There's actually no UA, uh, no quarantine in UAE. It's um, it's uh, IPL enforced quarantine, so there's six days here. So just hold up in the hotel here in um, Abu Dhabi and, yeah, just sort of trying to chat to the coaches who are on the outside there and, and a few of the players and, and sort of piece together a couple of things so that we uh, we head into the tournament giving ourselves the best chance, Louis. Yeah, that's awesome. So it is, as you and Flem talked about a lot, and Flem kept reminding you, you are way, way down in the, the standings, but you keep saying it. You think you guys are ready to kick. What gives you that impression? Like, what was it when you left off um, when the tournament got shut down that made you think you were kind of poised and just starting to find a bit of rhythm? Uh, well, you have to say things like that as well. So, you know. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> No, look, we we were pretty honest with ourselves um, at the back end of 
of that um, fight. It's quite a unique tournament because we're obviously um, the tournament was being played in India. Um, we were seven games through out of fourteen, um, and then COVID obviously um, hit not just over there, and it was rampant, and, and things were um, far bigger than a cricket tournament. Um, but it also leaked into into the bubbles that um, that we were operating out throughout the tournament. So once that happened, um, you know, the BCCI and, and the IPL were left with no other option other than to um, postpone the tournament. So from our point of view, it probably came at a pretty good time. We'd won two out of seven games. That certainly wasn't our focus at the time. Um, it was more on making sure that the guys in our environment, their loved ones who had been directly affected as well by COVID and also we had four cases within our team bus, including Tim Seifert, which um, became pretty public not that long after. And, and the, um, you know, the impact on, on Tim was plain for everyone to see as well. Um, the emotional toll that it took on him and and, uh, and those around him as well. So, look, it was it directly affected our side. Um, so from a performance point of view, from a coach's point of view, the only thing you really worry about in times like that is is the health of, of your your players and and those um, their family. Um, now that we've had the benefit of time, uh, we're able to sit there and say, right, what do we need to do to be able to get ourselves back in this tournament, knowing that we've got a bit of a mountain to climb. And and you look at that with um, with quite a philosophical sort of stance. You know, there's some things which we we didn't do very well um, on the field last time, which we can definitely rectify. Um, and one of those is that we need to just be a little bit brave with bat in hand. And Flem, when he was on our show the other day, he was a little bit sort of uh, jokey about it, but he was spot on too. He said it makes us dangerous now, and, and we should embrace that. We should embrace the fact that we need to win five out of our seven games. Um, so we, we've got to throw caution into the wind and um, and be prepared to do things a little bit differently. And, and that's the message which I'll be trying to impart to um, to all of our squad and, and making sure that our leaders try and try and get that to permeate through our side as well as be brave and, and take the game on. I don't think they could find a better coach anywhere in the world to kind of empower that then, mate. I know that is something you hugely believe in. Double eight, double three. We've got Baz on the show. This is Baz's show. You want to talk to Baz? Damo. I know you've been itching around, mate. You've been absolutely missing uh, Baz. So flick us a text. Any questions for Baz about his trip or just the goings on of the week? Have you observed anything, mate? I've got a list of things I want to pick your brain about, but anything over the news cycle of the last wee while that has caught your curiosity? Well, obviously, Izzy's gone in for surgery, first and foremost. That's a bloody big deal for us. Uh, Poor old Izmaster, the quiz master. Who's doing the who's doing the quizzy dag today? Are he, you doing that as well? No, he... So Chef, he, cook, and bottle washer. <laughs> Louis Herman Watt. <laughs> no, he actually was here for the first hour. So he, I just watched him pick his crutches up and hobble off camera about uh, 20 minutes ago. And, oh. and he's gone and Daisy's driving him in. Can you imagine poor Daisy right now? She's got two kids, a golden retriever puppy, and Izzy on one leg. Poor Daisy. Poor Daisy. Poor Izzy as well. Gee, it's terrible timing for such an injury. But um, I spoke to him last night. He was pretty upbeat, and yeah, he, uh, he 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 was talking about the impact that morphine might have on him on the show. So I'm not sure how long the surgery was to go for. But you know, if you are struggling in the back end of 
of today. No. You could always give him a call and get the real gold out of the Isfaster. All right. Well, we'd have to make sure we were in like a 10-minute delay. Um, and then if we're gonna <laughs> that do dump that. button might come, in the, might come into play. Mate, we almost had to use it this week. We had Corey Jane on, and I wish you were here. Those two, some of the filthy stories we heard out of those two. Everyone can go listen to the podcast in the SCNZ app or where you get your podcast to hear Corey Jane. That was hilarious. Hey, Baz, just on racing, because I know it's probably what you want to talk about, I want to talk to you about it as well, because Tabata, your favourite, your stakes-winning Philly, now Mir, um, Tabata, or she's five, she was a Mir when she won, wasn't she? She is lining up, coming back from a spell tomorrow in a rating 75 at Tarapa in race five. And you've also got shares in Defibrillate, which goes around in the last at Flemington. So a big weekend for you. Yeah, it is. Well, first first of all, we're not we're not sure about whether Tabata will start. Depends on the track and depends on how the weather's, the weather's pulling up. Um, with the extra kilo being afforded to jockeys as well. She's not an overly big mare, so we don't want to um, first first start in a campaign, which we've got pretty high hopes for. Um, Greg Tomlinson also now owns a share in um, Tabata from the Arco start, and um, and we don't want to we don't want to flatten her first up. You know, we've got big ambitions for her, so we want to um, we want to give her every chance. So we'll see how the track pulls up, and Marshall make whatever call he feels is right. Um, if she does start, then then, um, then look forward to seeing her go around. You know, um, she's been just a, a fantastic mare for us as a family. Um, she's given us a, a great amount of joy, and and hopefully, you know, this this campaign, if she can come up again, then um, we're going to have some more fun. If not, well, there's a breeding shed not far away in the Waikato, which she'll find herself in, and I'm sure she'll be a wonderful broodmare. Um, as as um, as for defibrillate, um, Graham Richardson. Got us into that horse. He's my neighbour there in in Matamata. Um, he bred Defibrillate, and wow, well, what a star he's been! You know, there's a there's a small group of owners who who share in him, and he's just been a wonderful horse. So again, there's big ambitions for whether it's this weekend or not. I'm sure he'll go out at long odds this weekend, but there's some big targets on the horizon for him as well. So, but it's pretty cool, mate. Just to have horses starting to get back into the flow of things and at this time of year. Um, that's what that's what you're in the game for, right? Um, some some pretty awesome race meetings coming up and it's nice to have some live chances in those, Louis. Yeah, definitely. Well defibrillate goes I up. I again- feel like I'm half being interviewed here. And and I know that's kind of the you know, I'm a long way away, you know, I sort of just don't wanna oh. I don't wanna I don't wanna be too wanky as a uh, as an interviewer. Oh, g- as a, give us an interviewee. opinion then, mate. Tell us tell us how you really feel. Give us oh, oh hands the car you can have the car keys. Off you go. No, seriously, what about the um with the, the MIQ situation? I actually wanted to let you kind of wind up on this one because more athletes have come out saying we need to do something and I know you were passionate about it before you went off and now you're away from home. So this isn't an interview. I'm just genuinely curious. What do you think about it? And how are you? Um, yeah, just the floor is yours on that. Now you're away from home. Like, is it kind of drum? Does it drilled in even further, or what do you think? Yeah, no, I was just taking the piss, mate. Don't worry. Um, yeah, look, uh, the MIQ situations. It's a delicate one because there's obviously you don't want to. <sighs> You make your decision to, to leave New Zealand, right? Um, that is that is ultimately what it comes down to. Is you you know the the, the risks involved in it, um, but I'm not sure that should necessarily be the case. Um, look, I think the 
the comment the other day around um, on Smitty's show um, around the fact that for the first year, all people, all sports people and, and those around them kind of sucked it up around COVID and just said, you know what, things aren't what they used to be. We can't travel. We just got to deal with it. I guess now, um, you know, you, you have to travel to earn money. That's Otherwise, you choose a different career. Um, I'm fortunate that, that I have the opportunity to do a few jobs, but one of those jobs which I've had now for a couple of years, which I'm, if I want to continue to do in the foreseeable future, is, is as a coach on the international stage, and so therefore you have to travel. And other people don't necessarily understand the plight that you're in when it comes to your own country and, and the challenges around it. Um, I just can't quite work it out in my own head that that you can't get back into your own country. So whatever money you earn abroad, um, which you pay tax on, which your own country doesn't have unless you are you do head overseas and earn, um, so you pay tax in your own country, but you actually can't get back into your own country. I don't quite understand that. Um, maybe, you sh- maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't have to worry about paying that tax if you can't get back and then everyone's comfortable with that. I'm not really sure. The other aspect is what happens if your visa abroad abroad um, becomes expired. You know, my visa, for instance, here in the UAE is up until mid-October. You know, I don't have an MIQ voucher to get home because the system's not open yet. Um, what do you do? You become an overstayer in, in a foreign country and you break the law. Like what? I don't quite understand sort of and and you can't get these answers louis i guess that's yeah, the, yeah. one of the big things you, you literally cannot get the answers and try as you might and i've, I've been around uh, long enough now i guess to be able to have some some reasonable um contacts in in new zealand sport and and even the new zealand government and and no one can give you an answer mate and i, I feel for all those around the globe who are stuck abroad who are looking for answers who I'm fortunate enough as well that I, I you know, it's sort of, um, I have an Australian wife, so if I if I really had to, I could get back to Australia, you know, um, but that's not the idea. That's not how it should be in 2021. You should be able to get back into your own country, bringing money, which, oh, look, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy, you know, but it, it is incredibly frustrating, and um, I've worked very, I've worked very hard to be able to get an opportunity which is probably in the top five coaching opportunities in world world cricket. Um, coaching Kolkata Knight Riders with a fan base of 25 plus million um, and being the head coach, I've worked hard to get in that position and get in that role and and I didn't I didn't, I didn't want to give it up just because I wasn't allowed to get back into my own country at this time. Um, I, I guess I, I've left and I'm hoping that something will unfold where where you are are able to jump on a plane and get home at some stage well before Christmas. But let's see, it's not an ideal situation for any anyone. Yeah, no, no, mate, I don't think anyone thinks you're whinging it. It's just a very interesting perspective of someone that is abroad. Hey, Baz, there's a text here. Let's, this is a bit of a cheerier note. Well, it might not be to get you out on. Jamie wants to know on double eight double three. did you see the Geordie Barrett red card and what do you think of it? So just quickly, mate, what, what did you see about, what did you see and what do you think? Oh, I thought it was rubbish. Actually, uh, well, if he was going to get if he was going to get a red card, why didn't um, there should have been a red card earlier on from Brody Retallick when he sort of rubbed his cleats across the face of 
Michael Hooper as well, yeah. incidentally. At the, uh, I think it was just a little bit weak, wasn't it? What did, what did Izzy say? You tell me what Izzy said. Izzy thought it was rubbish. Izzy was bang on. He said that's not a red card. And um, he said pretty much said that it was that. And uh, look, that went to the judiciary and that was that. John's text, Baz for PM. Baz, it's late where you are and you've got to get your sleep because you've got a big job to do. But we'll catch up with you again real soon, eh? Because, look, you're going to have some fascinating stories and rubbing shoulders with some interesting people. So we'll catch up again next week if we can, man. Sounds good, brother. All right, mate. Take care. All the best to Izzy, too. I'll send him a message shortly and hope he... Hope the surgery goes well. We love him. Yeah, we do. Baz McCullum out of the UAE. There you go. Baz Izzy for breakfast. It's 25 minutes past seven. How cool is that? Catching up with our skipper on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. For the Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.